Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. I am so pleased you are here. Are you finding yourself more irritable than you want to be? Do you sometimes get tired of not being able to just relax and enjoy more of your moments? If this is the case, know you are not alone. And this is Anxiety Week, part two. And we're going to build tools today to help you manage anxiety more effectively so that you can enjoy more of your moments. So that you can manage that anxiety that you experience every day or when you are walking into a more difficult last 8% morning. Let's walk. If you're new to the last 8% morning, I'm glad you're here. We start by walking. And that's what we're doing right now. Feeling our feet on the ground. We follow a BIG structure of being mindful of our belly and body after we make our bed. Then we follow one of two eyes in this BIG structure, either idea of the day, which is what we will do today, or identity. And then we finish with either thinking about our goals or gratitude. So for now, just walking. And this is a different kind of podcast. We don't interview people necessarily. We just walk to start. We build mindfulness of feeling our feet on the ground, and it might feel slow to you, and that's okay. There's a method to this madness of what we're doing in this morning routine podcast. This is something that I've used with athletes or individuals and organizations for many years. And so I'm going to ask you just to not think right now, but just be present. Be where your feet are. Just walking, feeling your breath rise, your belly rise, and your belly fall. Just bring mindfulness to whatever is your experience in this moment, without judgment, without trying to change it. So just... Feel your whole body itself and tune into one of the two barometers that we use. Starting with pleasant, not pleasant, or pleasant, unpleasant. So do you feel any sensations in your body that are pleasant or neutral or unpleasant? Just scan for a moment. And if you do, just make a note of it. Just be curious about what you feel in that area. And now move to the second barometer that we use. Calm, neutral, not calm. By the way, these are the only things that our brain can 
make sense of. This is the only input our brain gets, not all of the other things that we think. And we get into this a little bit more when we talk about how we make emotions in one of the earlier podcasts. So take a look at that if you want to understand this a bit more. So just tune into your body. Do you feel any areas that are calm? On the spectrum to neutral to not calm. Again, there's no right or wrong. We're not trying to push away when it's not calm. We're just trying to be with those sensations. Fantastic. We're going to move right now to our insight of the day because this is another long one. Anxiety week, there's a lot of content. So as you continue to walk, we're going to be mindful of walking and listening. So what we know is that in order to conquer anxiety, we need to learn how our mind works. And we started that in part one. We need to become students of human behavior, starting with ourselves. We need to bring a curiosity to our experience about how our brain works so that we can see more intimately what goes on in order to take the steps necessary to change our relationship to them. So here's one of the most important things I've learned over the years. When we have an experience, we push things away we do not like and we're attracted to things we do like. Big insight, isn't it? You never knew that, I bet. (laughs) But it's true. We are taught from an early age to change our situation if we're not comfortable. If it's too cold, turn up the furnace. If it's, you know, too warm, turn on the air conditioning. If we're hungry, eat. And this is not the end of the world in and of itself, but it's a problem when it becomes a habit that we have to change whenever we are uncomfortable. And why is that a problem? Because we end up in a constant toing and froing to get things just right. But the problem is that things are infrequently just right. And sometimes, quite frankly, they're not very comfortable at all, or they're just neutral. And what do we do when they're not comfortable or when they're neutral? Well, we try to change it. I get a kick out of watching people at you know stopped at a traffic light who just can't sit there. No, they need to look down at their phone because having things be neutral is insufferable. If you are one of these people, just know you have lots of company, including me. Gosh, sometimes I do it as well. And, you know, what point am I trying to make with this? Well, when it comes to anxiety, we will be feeling a whole cacophony of strong physical sensations emotions, thoughts. And if we're not careful, we can habitually react to them. Right? We don't want to feel them. So we try to push them away. And when this happens internally, we end up in this loop, this neurological loop that I talked about in the first podcast of anxiety. We go back and and listen to that one. But this neurological loop, which is, if you remember, quick reminder we feel strong physical sensations we are our brain then tries to predict what those sensations mean is it good or bad for us it makes creates a label an emotion is what the label is and at the same time 
that voice in our head, the VOH, the voice in our head, which is those thoughts, the commentary, the critic, that starts to spin. And all of a sudden, our body experiences all of this, spits out more cortisol, and we begin the loop again. This is one big loop. It goes around and around and around. And so we need to understand this. That's why you know we need to be a student of human behavior in order to interrupt the loop. Right? We need to be in wiser relationship with things that don't feel good. Right? That, yes, it's uncomfortable, but can we just sit with it? By the way, that's why we do mindfulness. Can we just sit there and befriend and have a relationship with sensations that aren't comfortable, emotions that can normally put us off, or thoughts that are that rumination, that worry. So where do we start? How do we do this? Well, we need to understand our triggers. And these come from both inside and outside. So outside or external is maybe a person, a particular person, or a particular situation, or being in a certain environment. It could be internal, which are you know thoughts about a future event. Because oftentimes we miss that physical sensation and emotion first and we just, we become conscious when they become those worry thoughts. But what is it? Maybe as a trigger, a thought about a future event or a thought about something we haven't quite finished? Is it body sensations or is it emotions? So I want you to just pause for a moment and just think about it for yourself. What are your triggers? And even pause the recording and think about what are your triggers? What causes you to get the get into this loop? And this is a long process. So if you don't know immediately what your triggers, that's okay. But now I want what I want you to do is move to where you feel this anxiety in your body most strongly. For you, how do these sensations feel like? What do they feel like for you? Just scan your body. Even just by thinking about your triggers actually can make us start to feel the sensations in our body. But just bring a curiosity to them without trying to change them. But where do you feel your triggers in your body? Right? So number one, we understand what are our triggers. Number two, where do we feel it in our body? Number three, take a breath right into this part of the body, right where you feel these sensations most acutely. And just be curious about how it feels to breathe into the area. We're not actually trying to change anything by breathing into the area. We're just trying to watch it. Bring that non-reactive, non-judgmental awareness to these sensations. And in fact, what we want to do instead is welcome them, befriend them. And by bringing this non-judgmental awareness into the area, by breathing into the area, we start the process of pattern interruption. We interrupt the loop from continuing to spin around and around and around. The interesting part, I think, as you will see, is if you do this a number of times, you'll start to see that you actually don't need to do anything to break the loop because what keeps the loop going is when we are on autopilot, when we habitually react to each step of the loop from 
those sensations we feel, to the emotions, the label our brain uses to predict, to the thoughts, you know, the voice in our head, those thoughts that we have going round and round. So we don't actually have to do anything. We just have to bring awareness and just move into our sensations, our physical sensations, without trying to push them away. Right? Simply by bringing awareness, befriending these sensations, we are experiencing a different relationship to them. And we start to see that they are sensations. We start to see them for what they are, just sensations. And we can now start to disidentify with them. What do I mean by that? Well, for a lot of us, and this is kind of step number four, we don't realize that we are not our anxiety. For so many people with anxiety who aren't aware of the loop, they can't see the difference between themselves and the anxiety. They think it's the same thing. They don't see that anxiety is a process that is happening to them versus it being who they are. And mindfulness breaks this loop and allows us to disidentify with it, which means specifically that we start to see that we are not the anxiety. It might feel like it is, but it's not you. It's a process that can be broken down and you can see the chain and you can see the loop. And when you can identify just a little less with it, all of a sudden it loses its hold on us. We go from being anxious to just feeling some physical sensations, some emotions, some thoughts. And this is incredibly powerful. So we've covered a lot today, right? We're students of human behavior. We recognize how we can habitually move away from things we don't like and towards things we do like. Hopefully we have a little bit more insight into our triggers. And we can see where those triggers affect our body, how we, where our body sensations are strongest. And we learn to breathe right into those sensations without trying to change anything. Right? We're welcoming them. We're befriending them. And finally, we're starting to see that we are not anxiety. We are just, there's a process that's happening. And when we can be mindful and welcome them in, all of a sudden they lose their power over us. So as we're walking and we feel tall and we feel our breath come in, and we feel steps on the ground, all of a sudden we are a little bit more in control, a little less out of control. And so now let's move to our goals for the day. What are three goals that you want to get done today? Think of the, the big things, the big projects you'd like to get done today. And if you feel a bit of anxiety coming as you think about them, that's okay. You have a tool now. You just move into them. You just befriend that sensation in your body. You breathe into it. You welcome it. And you see that it's just a sensation. But think of the three things that you want to get done today. That can be so powerful as a way to direct ourselves. And so now as you're finishing, as you're walking, 
let's bring this energy into the day, right? We're students of human behavior. We're going to bring this mindfulness into our day, this non-reactive, non-judgmental approach. And as always, if you like today's session, please subscribe, review on the iTunes. It sounds like reviewing really matters. So please review it, share it. Let's get as many people walking, being mindful, doing some of these mental training exercises. Remember, every Tuesday, if you join our Facebook group, The Last 8% Project, you can ask questions of me and my business partner, Bill Benjamin. And there's a whole bunch of other great resources there. Please join us. Let's start a movement, a last 8% movement where we're managing our emotions more effectively like anxiety so we can be more effective in these last 8% situations, these more difficult situations that we all face. Have a wonderful day.